Well, you found the right spot if you're looking for moments with Moni. Today is an encore episode of the Kindness Series. I know I thought we were over with all of the episodes last week, but I met someone new that I wanted to introduce you to. One of the quotes out of her book is, of course, right out of the Bible, Proverbs 11.25, a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. Be prepared to be refreshed. Moments with Moni can be heard on Anchor, Stitcher, Overcast, Apple, and now Podchaser. You can also find my blog and Facebook page and link tree filled with many links in my show notes. And now on to today's episode. And we're live. Hello. Welcome. I know I told my listeners that last week's episode on the kindness series was the last. However, getting to know our new guest for today, Adria, I thought an encore episode was a needful thing. So our next guest for this week has a special book that she wrote, and I would really love for you all to meet her. So could you please welcome Adria Wilkins. Well, thank you so much for having me today on your program. Oh, I appreciate you being here. I know that my listeners are going to really enjoy what you have to say. And uh, before we start, I'd like to say that it was my birthday the other day, and I don't think you even knew it, but Adria sent me this beautiful book that she wrote. It's called the Joy Box Journal. If you're listening to the podcast, you won't be able to see the picture, but it's a gorgeous little book. Could you, Adria, as this northerner, can you tell us, uh, with your southern accent, would you please tell us where you're from and a little bit about yourself before we get started on the book? Okay, great. Well, currently we live in northern Virginia, about 25 miles south of D.C. We've been here for 10 years, but I originally was born in Kentucky, and my family, uh, they're all there in Kentucky. And so that's where I get my Southern draw. But we also lived in Texas for about 15 years. So I kind of get it all directions. (laughs) But my husband is a minister and um, we have uh, three children and also a new grandbaby that's four months old. (laughs) Oh, that's exciting. Yes, my husband always says grandparenting is highly recommended. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. So uh, did you grow up there? Is that what you said in that area too? Grew up in Kentucky. And then when I met my husband and he finished seminary, we ended up in Mississippi for about five years. And then we went to Texas, which was our one of our longest periods of time in one location. And then we've been here 10 years in Virginia. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I grew up in California and my brother did too, but he married someone from Georgia And I kid you not, that guy has an accent now. (laughs) I bet. I bet he does. (laughs) I love it. I love to hear your sweet accent. So could you tell me something about yourself as what's your passion? What is it that you are passionate about in life? Well, my biggest passion is to encourage people to look for joy every day, no matter what they're going through. My book actually started 
being written about 20 years ago when we had a child that was born with multiple medical problems. And he was on a ventilator all of his life. He was born with spina bifida and other medical problems. Um, and I decided that I wanted to journal what we were going through, but also the blessings that we were receiving from our church and friends and people we didn't even know. And I wanted to document that to have for him, but also to look back at one day. And so about four years ago, I got really serious about wanting to write a book, but I didn't know what that was going to look like. So I ended up meeting with a lady who is an editor and showed her some of my writing. And she was like, oh, wow, you've got material here that needs to be shared. And so we began working through the process and trying to figure out what this book would look like. And she said, I really feel like that you ought to do a journal because I like to write in short story type uh, form. And uh, because I like to kind of finish a task, start and finish a task in a fast way, but let it be meaningful. And so my book has 40 devotions in it. And while we were putting the book together, I decided that because the name of the book is called The Joy Box Journal, I wanted a box in the book. But I thought, well, how in the world do you put a box in a book? <laughs> And so when I turned in my pro proposal with Hashtag Book Group, the traditional publisher, they came back and uh, said, we want to do your book. But, you know, I had not included in the proposal that I wanted a box in the book because I thought, how in the world would this happen? Well, here's what they came back with. We want to put a box in the book. And so I was floored. And so I sent them all my ideas that I had for a box in the book. And so they said, we've never done anything like this, but we're going to see what the cost will be and do that. So there's actually a little box in the front of the book and you put it together. And then at the end of each devotion, there's a question, there's journaling questions and plenty of writing area, but also a joy box note at the end of each devotion. And at the very back of the book, there are six little notepads. On each one of those little notes, they have a little phrase like joy is or a wee bit of joy. And so on the joy box note, I might ask you, what animal brings you joy and why? And you write that on your little note and then you put it in your box. And the goal here is for generations to come, they will be able to know what brought you joy? Your great, 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 great grandchildren will be able to know what has brought you joy. Oh, that's beautiful. It's going to be a beautiful legacy to leave for my grandchildren, for my children and my grandchildren. And should the Lord tarry great grandchildren? Yes. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, I did flip through the book already and I love it. It already made me cry. I'll get to that in the future. But um, the reason I ask you on this particular episode is because I've been going through a kindness series and asking people to share about kindness stories within their life, either things that you've been able to do for someone else or someone has done for you. And I thought your joy stories will fit in perfectly. And there's many devotions in this book. So if you'd like to pick one and or two and share those with us about kindness, we would love to hear them. Okay, great. Well, 
um, early on in my journey with writing um, on Facebook, every Monday morning, I would do this marvelous Monday. And I would encourage people to do an act of kindness on Monday. And the reason why is because Mondays is the most difficult day of the week for most people. You've had the weekend and you've got to go back to work. And so everybody's not real thrilled about the morning. And so I would encourage people and say on Sunday afternoon, plan what you would like to do. Like if you want to get a gift card for somebody or a flower or whatever, plan it so you have that in your brain. And then that'll give you something to look forward to on Monday mornings. And then whoever you give that to, it will make their day. And so Mondays will be a marvelous Monday because of an act of kindness that you have done. But I have always been a person that likes to do acts of kindness. It just is part of my DNA because when I do an act of kindness, I get a burst of energy and I want to do it all the time. I will tell you an example of uh, my daughter came home from college one summer. She was bored and said, I didn't, don't have anything to do. And I said, well, hey, why don't we go out and do acts of kindness? And she was like, eh, I don't really want to do that. You know, she's 20 some years old. And I said, come on, we're just going to go to Dunkin' Donuts and we're going to get 10 $5 gift cards. And we are going to drive around town and randomly pass those around to people. <laughs> so she kind of was grunting the whole way. I really don't want to do this. So we go and buy the gift cards and we stop at um, a Lowe's department store and we walk around in the store. And what I say is, let's pray that God will have us give this to the person that needs it today. So we would be walking around. I said, what do you think about that person? And, they, and my daughter would say, hmm, no. And so we walked around a little bit further. So then I would walk up to somebody and say, hey, today is a marvelous Monday or whatever day it is. And God has blessed me. So I want to give you a gift card today and just say, God bless you and walked away. So after doing that a couple of times, she decided, oh, this is, seems really neat. People are responding in a positive way. And so we ended up handing them out to different little places. Well, we were driving down the road and there was this car wash and she said, mama, pull over right here at this car wash. I want to grab the next person that comes out of the car wash and give them a gift card. So we did. And uh, it was a park ranger, which was kind of funny. And he was like, oh, thank you. We were getting, it was about lunchtime. We were getting hungry. So we stopped at this place to eat and we went in there and there was a family with a special needs child. And my heart always goes out to them anyway, because yes. we have had a special needs child. And so I told the waitress that I wanted to do a random act of kindness while we were there and buy their meal, but I did not want them to know it was us. So she was like, oh my goodness, the waitress was like, that is so nice. So she ended up having to talk to another waitress because they had a, a totally different table and a waitress. And so it ended up that the waitress at the other table came over to our table and said, 
that is so nice of y'all wanting to do that. So we ended up also still having some of our little Dunkin' Donut gift cards. We ended up giving a couple of those out to the waitresses. And the waitress that was our, ours came back at the end and she said, you know what? She said, you all have done my heart good today because you make me realize that the world, there's still good people in the world. And um, she said those people were wanting to know who did the random act of kindness, but we told them that it was wanting to be kept anonymous. And so she said they were so appreciative. And so that's the response that you tend to get. Now, sometimes people think it's an awkward moment when you're trying to hand them a gift card, but you just have to say, no, really, I want to give this to you and walk away because it is awkward in and of itself to walk up to a stranger and hand them something. But once you do it a couple of times, it's kind of addicting. And I've said, if I had a lot of money, I would want to do it all the time. Oh, so there's a one example. <laughs> wonderful story. Yes. And I know because I know you, the motivation in your heart is because you have the love of Jesus in your heart. Um, all those facets of love one of those is joy and kindness and wanting to spread that with others is a beautiful thing in this ugly world. Yes. So I appreciate the story. I appreciate your book. In fact, I, was, I noticed some quotes you added in your book in the Joy Journal uh, um, that really struck me. Among the most joyful people I have known have been some to have had no reason for joy. The sweet fragrance of Christ has shone through their lives. That was Elizabeth Elliot. I'm sure a lot of people are, are um, familiar with that. And that is very evident in you, in your life. And the other quote was actually a verse, gracious words are a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and healing to the bones. Proverbs 16, 24 from your devotional. And I flipped through your book. One of the ones that really struck me was it was called A Doctor's Kind Words. Oh, yes. Yes, about, um, I don't, I don't want to give it all away, but um, at the end, you know, what kind words have been spoken? Have you spoken? Or, you know, has a caretaker encouraged you in any way? And I fell apart, started crying. Just last year, my mom died. And all four of her children were in ICU for a month by her side. One of us was always there. And uh, the doctor asked when she died at the end of that month, he asked if he could come talk with us. And we didn't really want to take any more of his time. He was, you know, specialty doctor. And we said, no, 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 that's okay. Thank you very much. But he came down anyway. And he spoke words of kindness to us and told us how often people die alone in these places. And this was before all of what's going on right now, yet people died alone. Yes. So he was so blessed to see a family around their mother at such a critical time. And I had no idea that we were such a blessing. We thought that we were in their way, that we made noise because we were singing, we were praying, we were praising God. We were singing in German to her, singing German songs. And they ended up singing with us out there in ICU and oh. trying to be quiet when things were you know, going on and busy. But um, yeah. Kindness is contagious, isn't it? Joy it is. is contagious. It is. And, you know, that was actually, uh, I was thinking that would be a great little thing to share. You know, our, our son had a pulmonologist and he was 
just super intelligent. And every time we would go in, it was always business as usual. Mm -hmm. But when um, our son actually only lived for three years and the, what happened was actually an accident. The nurse was with him and we were at work and his trait came out and she couldn't get it back in. And so he went too long without air. And so he was basically brain dead, but they were able, the EMS came and they were able to get his airway open again, but he was brain dead. And so we decided two days later that we would go ahead and take him off of life support. Mm -hmm. And so this pulmonologist came in and he said, you know, we know what Blake used to be like, and we now know what he's like and it's different and we said yes and he said I'm here to support you and whatever y'all want to do and so we said well we would like and we told him the time and the day uh, Wednesday at 6 p.m. we want to take him off of life support and so the doctor finished with all his medical stuff and then he turned around and he grabbed a paper towel and he said now I'm going to cry and he said our world only knows hate evil and war. And he said, but your son, Blake, only knew love. Mm -hmm. And he said, if our world had a tenth of the love that your son had, it would be a different place. And usually when I share that, I do get emotional because it was one of the neatest moments ever. And the nurse that was sitting outside of the room there, she said after he left, I have never heard him say anything like that to anyone. And so it was a very precious moment and it's definitely something I wanted to put in the book. And, you know, it is sad with the virus going around the coronavirus that, that people are Mm -hmm. dying alone, Mm -hmm. but the, in the past, there have been people dying alone and no one's thought about it. And um, yet this morning, I've actually just started a podcast. And so this morning I did my third episode and you all will have to listen to it. I talked about our son when we went to the zoo and that he was on display for all to see. And it was as if People were looking at him instead of the animals. And I'll save the little story, the meat of that story for you that want to go back and listen to the podcast. But the thing that I pointed out in the podcast is that today people are having to look through the windows at the nursing home at their family members or friends. And I go by Chick-fil-A often and there is a nursing home or advanced care home there. And I will often see people standing outside the big dining room window, looking in at their loved ones and talking with them on their cell phone. And I said today that there have been times that I want to just stop. And when that person gets done, I want to go up and pray with them and just tell them, that I'm sorry that they're having to view their husband or their Mm -hmm. spouse or whatever, Mm -hmm. their family member through a glass pane. And so sometime I'm going to do that as God leads me. Mm -hmm. So I would like to encourage other people to do that as well, because then 
you are spreading kindness. You are spreading joy by just praying for someone and letting them know that you see what they're going through and that you care. And so there's so many different ways that we can spread kindness. We just have to kind of be creative. <laughs> yeah, I think you and I understand that there is more beyond this life and we have a reason and a hope inside of us to do things like this. Um, I, my granddaughter asked me the other day because she got wind of some of the things that are going on around us. And she says, Omi, are, if, are, are we safe here? And I said, absolutely, we're safe. We know Jesus and he knows us. And whether we live or whether we die, we are safe in his hands. Oh, yes. yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. So will we hear the trumpet of God when he calls for us to go home? And I said, oh, my goodness, where'd that question come from? Well, you know, I've been reading and studying. I said, yeah, absolutely. Well, how much time will it be from earth to being in his presence? I said, in a twinkling of an eye, in a mm -hmm. twinkling of an eye. Oh, that's pretty quick. Yes. And then she's continued to ask deeper questions about our future, our hope. I was blessed to know wow. that my grandchildren, my children and my grandchildren are carrying on the legacy of trusting in God. And this book, The Joy Box Journal, is going to help other people to share the good news that to generations should the Lord tarry. I really appreciate you being on the show and sharing with the listeners um, your stories of kindness and they have shared them with me in the past. And it's been a blessing to go through this. So thank you so much for our encore episode of kindness with a little joy tossed in there. Thank you. That, that is so fun. Thank you so much for having me on your program today. And I have to say, if you haven't caught the uh, podcast, what's the name of the podcast? Oh, yes. The name of my podcast is Look Out for Joy. Look out for joy, and we can find that on any uh, podcast player or your yes. website, right? Yes, you sure oh. can. Yep. I'll, I'll and... add those links into the okay said notes. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much, Andrea. It was nice Thank to talk you, with you. Bye bye. I hope you enjoyed the last episode of the Kindness series. What an encore it was. Thank you so much, Adria, for joining us. My guest was Adria Wilkins. Please check out my Facebook page for all of her information, and I'll also leave it in my show notes. Thanks again for listening to Moments with Moni. God bless you.